At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Uh, check it out now. Uh, no doubt now. Uh, Thursday, October 1st, 2020. It's the Beating the Book podcast. Megapod for week four. Yeah, Football League. It's Gil Alexander. Live from the D. Our home. That is until Circa opens. Uh, we do this every 10 a.m. Pacific time on Thursdays. During the season, anybody who wants to come out here, you think we're ever going to get a crowd, Mikey? Uh, Ten a.m. on Thursdays? What do you think? Uh, well, we haven't really promoted it that we much, have we? Not that much. Not as much as long shots. Well, the one friend of Todd's is coming in November to watch the show, right? The, the Mike guy, Todd. It's on Twitter. You know who I'm talking about? The the, the guy that loves you. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, thanks. <laughs> all right. Well, let's ground to a halt real quickly. Uh, all right. So uh, that's the voice of Mike Palm, one of the staples of the show. Uh, Derek Stevens, conciliary here at the uh, at the D and at Circa, the uh, czar of active content management here at the uh, at the property. And that's Todd Wishneb coming to uh, coming to us from his home in Pittsburgh, PA, in the cork roofed home. Todd, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being on time. Uh Actually, you gave me a great in here, yes, but I when I know what the time is, I'm always on time. Although another person, I'm not going to mention who, came at one eleven. We won't talk about which casino. I mean, exa- I mean, I didn't say that. Okay. All right. And our rotating guest for the week, brand new guest. They flew into town. I'd like to think just to do this podcast. For sure. For uh, sure. Maybe it, they needed a break, too. I don't know. Maybe we needed a little bit of a break. But it's, yeah. it's the famed Megapod, Gil. Uh, so I'm I'm thrilled that they're here. Uh, he is the host of the Pre-Snap Picks podcast. Uh, it's Bradley Porras, everybody. Thank you for doing this, Brad. Yeah, thank you, Gil. I, I appreciate it. I have my, uh, my wife here, Bethany. Uh, she joins us on the Pre-Snap Picks podcast as well. But like I said, I was, I, I, I was going to. Oh, you were? Gonna oh, I'm sorry, Gil. So I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. know if you were going to get there. That's okay. That's all right. Your, your wife, Bethany. Brad, <laughs> but, Brad, there are professional but, hosts and then they're like podcast hosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I fall in the Gil latter category. 
No, no, no. I mean, but explain why Bethany, the best part of the pre-snap picks podcast, and yes. the reason that Bethany is here yes. is yeah, explain to everybody why. She, she, so I have uh, my co-host of the pre-snap picks podcast is my buddy Russ Vaughn, and we try and get in-depth, and we try and make good picks. You guys do picks. a great job. Yeah, we, thank you. I appreciate it. But then we have Bethany who comes in, and she has her own uh, methodology. Would you, exactly. I would mm-hmm. say methodology of how she picks. And both Russ and I, and I'm, I'm actually in the circuit contest, and I'm 9-6. and six. I like to think that's not bad. 60%, man. That's good. Not bad, right? Yeah. But then over here, I got my wife making these picks, and she's 13-2. and 13-2. So the point, here's why Bethany is here, because we're going to pontificate about all these games, and then Bethany's just going to say, here, here are my picks, and these are better than all of yours. Yeah, and it's, if you really want a winner, go ahead. Bethany, what would you, how would you explain to people? What, what is your process of coming up with these picks? My process is very in-depth and methodical. I um, watch Netflix, um, and I scroll Pinterest, and then my husband tells me what the lines are, and I go with the mother's intuition because I'm trying to pay for college here. Right. Hopefully Harvard, Yale one day. Those are the big dreams. Um, So if he would listen to me and take my picks, we could pay for that college. I may just have to let her take over from here. You may she have. keeps it up. So, so we're going to go through our normal format, mm-hmm. and Bethany's going to jump in when she wants to with her picks, yeah. and then everybody listening can decide, does our, you know, our, our exhaustive research mm-hmm. coming up with our picks, mm-hmm. does that trump what Bethany just comes up with whatever yes. snap of the fingers or whatever thing she sees to come up with these picks? Best part, I hope that Bethany continues to crush you Me all too. year long. That, see, that's the frustrating part because at first I thought it would be fun, and then all of a sudden she just started beating me, and it's she now she just she gives me she gives me crap every time <laughs> she gets, does does the show. So all good right. morning, thirteen and two. Thirteen and two. Bethany, are you betting these picks? Um, if my husband would let me, but yeah, no, I'm I have no not. Faith. I still have no we'll faith. We'll let her. I know. It's a oh. very dictatorship. It's a dictatorial situation. At what point will Bradley start betting Bethany? I mean, how how big of a sample size do we need before you'll start following? If she, I'll tell you here, right now, if you go three and two, this week you can take over the next quarter. Wow. Oh. So she'll be like 80% it. for the quarter. If she does then that, I'll let her take over. Quarter. Just in time for regression. <laughs> 13 oh and two gosh. would be tied for third in the Circa Million Contest mm-hmm. right now, Gil. How, by the way, do you think of that at all? That, how bitter are you that you're not in the contest? Um, a little bitter because I let him leave me with our two children, um, lovely heathens that they are sometimes, uh, to come be in the circa. And I'm like, well, I need to pick two. Obvious, obviously, I need to pick two. Obviously. I have no faith. <laughs> Bethany, if he, can, if he can veto your betting, can you veto his betting? You know, that's a great question, Todd. <laughs> Todd, you know what? I love this idea. I really do. This is a really good influence. I like this. Um, He's really not a good discussion. You follow him Wait, enough. what state, Bethany, what state do you guys live in? Texas, right? Texas, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, they don't allow that over there. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. All right, so well, before we get into the format here, we'll talk about the Thursday night game. If there's anything to talk about with the Thursday night game, not exactly the uh, greatest matchup. Maybe it's bettable. Uh, Mikey, Survivor update, Circa Millions update. What's happening? Well, I mentioned the Circa Million. So there's two players that have 13 and a half points. They're leading the way. And remember, this is the final week mm-hmm. of the first quarter. Right. 100,000. So, 100, no, more than 100,000. It's more than that. It's, oh, it's like I, I get an update. Be- because we went over, yeah. that goes into the first place in the quarters. Wow. So uh, I think it's like 170-some thousand in first place. Jeez. And then second is 75 and third is 50. In the quarters, all the people that I knew, I knew, a, I knew a nine zero and one. I know a nine zero and one guy after two weeks, and a nine and one. They crapped out in week three. 
Wow. So they are not. They're not it anymore. Yeah. So there's. I think it, within a point and a half, there's like 33 people within a point and a half from 13 and a half to 12 that have 12 or more going in. So it should be really interesting, especially because we're paying three spots, not one this mm-hmm. year. So three spots in the quarter. Yeah. Oh. Each quarter pays three, so it's 170 something. Second place is 75,000, oh and third God. is 50. Dude, this contest is better yeah. than I thought it was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I already thought it was great. Yeah. And Survivor, we over a hundred got knocked out. It's, it's incredible. So remember, the first week there were 17 entries that didn't put a pick in. Oh, did that happen again? <laughs> so now, it, we went from 1390 to 805, and then the incredible second week where only four people were eliminated. Unbelievable. So we had 801. So I'm going through a Tuesday night all the picks to see how many people were eliminated. Right. So I'm so I'm like, so we should have 680 left. A hundred. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. 121 people got knocked out by their pick. And I, but it's 675. Oh, no. I, you know, five, <laughs> five entries in week three didn't submit. Thank you, five Did, entries. That's worse than the 17 in week one. That is worse. They made it through two weeks, and they didn't put in a week three oh. pick. Because for that, there's no excuse. It's, it's just the week one thing no, I Hashem actually sympathize with. No, Hashem has me at 3-0 oh in Survivor. Uh, I'm sorry. Say again, Todd? Shem has me at three and zero in Survivor. I explained Shem. last week Shem. why I will pick. No, I will pick every week a Survivor pick. It will win, and because I'm not in a Survivor contest, I would have won, but didn't because I'm not in it. So if you guys really just want to win the contest, just go with my Survivor pick every week. Uh, I am actually one of the 675, Todd. So pardon me, first of all. Uh, Shem, for those who missed it last week, Shem is the Hebrew word for name which is the literal translation of how Orthodox Jews, which Todd once upon a time was, for God. So God has him in 3-0. and <laughs> Hashem would be the name, correct? Yeah. Hashem. But he, Todd said Shem. Shem. All right, uh, let's I get it. I didn't say Shem. I said Hashem. You didn't oh, hear me because we, didn't we have a great video on this uh, call. Okay, pardon me. Pardon me. I apologize. <laughs> Jesus. Is Jesus part of this equation as well? Denver at the Jets. Uh, Jets are now favored by one because apparently – on Thursday Night Football, apparently the difference between uh, Jeff Driscoll and Brett Rippon, nephew of the great Mark Rippon, Super Bowl 27 MVP from January of 1992, the 91 Redskins, the greatest football team there ever was, not just per me, but per football outsiders, better than the 85 Bears, better than any Patriots iteration. I could go on about this for an hour, but I won't. Brett Rippon, the difference between Driscoll to, to Rippon apparently is four, three, four points in the line. But the difference between Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles is nothing. That's, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's what it should be. But the Jets are now one-point favorites largely because of that. Uh, let's start with our guest, Brad Porras, and his lovely wife, Bethany. Do you guys have any thoughts on this game at all? So I am going to flip the script on you, Gil, because I'm going to go straight to where you normally go, the end of the podcast. This is a game I want absolutely no part of. Make me bet every game but this one this week. Worst two teams, Pro Football Focus, DVOA, Football Outsiders, and I'm pretty sure Todd Wishnev's goulash model has them as the bottom two teams as well. <laughs> Good knowledge. Yeah. I, uh, of the goulash model. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Denver's defense. They looked good the first two weeks. I picked them last week. Kind of screwed me over. And uh, I'm just Brett Rippon. I don't know what I'm getting. I don't think anybody knows what we're getting. So uh, I didn't really like Sam Donald coming out of USC. We all know about Adam Gase. I went no part of it. Brett Rippon out of Boise State just got uh, off the practice squad the day before game uh, time last Sunday. So he got off it on Saturday. There was a choice between uh, Driscoll, Rippon, and Blake Bortles and Vic Fangio and crew decide to go with Brett Rippon here. Uh, Bethany, is this one of your plays or no? No, this is not one of my plays. If okay. Peyton Manning was on this team, it would have been. 
Love me some Peyton. But he is no longer with the team. I know. No. Yes. Sad day. Mikey, anything? It's my third best bet. Come on. Stop. Stop. On the total, though? No. What? Who are you playing? I'm playing the New York Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Wow. Why? Do you really think that Denver is going to go on the road and win with Brett Rippon? Really are you kidding that. me? I'm with Bradley. I, I had Tampa. I had mm-hmm. them against Tampa Bay last week. They were, they mm-hmm. were awful. I was mm-hmm. fooled by Driscoll's performance in the second half against the Steelers, and I don't know if that's a takeaway about the Steelers' defense. Yeah. But this is a, a must-win game for Gase. I think he's, he's gone by Friday morning, tomorrow morning, if they lose this game. If this game wasn't on Thursday night, would he have been gone already? Possibly. Yeah. So this is a must-win game. Now, the only risky thing about this is if the Jets players want him gone, maybe, maybe they're going to still lose this game. But, <laughs> Sorry, Coach. But, yeah, I agree with the line move, and I think the Jets are the winners here. I'm going to use it as one of my best plays. Wow. Mikey, number three. Todd, anything? No, I don't like this game. It's, it's ugly. It's nasty. I'll probably just in-game it. See what's going on. Uh, I, I don't really have any opinions. The Jets killed me last week. I was up big early in the day. And then uh, Mr. Sam interception pick six guy gets involved. And, you know, they even had a chance because he, ro- he rolled them right back down the field to go 7-7. Then he was driving again when they were down either 14-7 or 17-7. He throws a pick in the end zone. So, you know, I, I hate this game. I was harping on this all week on both a numbers game. And primetime action. I don't know if you heard I have an MSG Plus show, primetime action. I'm thinking about moving to New York City. <laughs> I, I have to tell you. Oh, it's so much fun. But I've been harping on it all week, maybe on guessing lines too. The uncatchable pass thing has become an epidemic in the league. So there were like three different games, three different games where an uncatchable pass should have been called instead of a PI, and they affected the games. I'm not saying the Jets would have won that game against the Colts, but it was 7-7. to Rivers threw some nonsense up into the end zone. Ball could not have been caught. They threw the flag anyway. And the, uh, the floodgates were open. Not that it might have changed the outcome, but I'm just saying. If you're not going to call it, get the word out of the rule book. That is all. Well, I'm you asking. know, the refs, Gil, the refs are fantastic in the National Football League. I mean, <laughs> if you watch the uh, Sunday night football game, they were only off by an entire yard on a fourth down play oh, at midfield. That's terrible. Um, yeah. With the zigzag spotting method, I mean, that thing, that method is very strong. I mean, if you can miss a spot by an entire yard, Fantastic job, NFL officials. That's our first zigzag spotting method of the year. I'm left longing for the days of pass interference challenges. They're so bad, guys. I <laughs> thought the same thing. I was Seriously. Like, I never thought I would ask for those, but there should be challenges. They should be. Um, best bets time. Let's start with those. Brad, you're number one of three best bets. Number one. Going to go against. Not that I'm a big uh, uh, Texas Cowboy fan, but I'm going against Cowboys. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, plus four and a half. Uh, I'd really like to see him get Kareem Hunt back because whenever Hunt, that he's he's a weapon. They put you know running the ball, put him out, spread him out wide. Uh, Hunt and Chubb are a deadly two-headed monster. But the thing I really like here is I like the way the Cleveland offensive line and both defensive lines are playing. They went out and got Conklin. They got Jedrick Wills in the draft. They already had two monsters in Sheldon Richardson and Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett on the defensive line. I like the way that the uh, the Browns. Lines are playing, and I don't like the way that the the Cowboys lines are playing. They could be they could be down to Marcus Lawrence, and he he could be limited as well, being hurt. And whenever we thought Cowboys back in the day, you thought the anchor of that team was that offensive line, that big Cowboys run feed Zeke the deck attack. Frederick retired, Collins hurt, Tyron Smith hurt. The only one left is Zach Martin on that line. 
where they played well against the Seahawks and the Falcons, but they got absolutely destroyed by Aaron Donald and the Rams. I like the matchup for the Browns here. I really don't get why the Browns – I mean, from what I've seen from the Cowboys so far, I don't get why the Browns are a four-and-a-half-point dog. I like the Browns in this matchup. And Dallas's defense. Oh, hurt. Sieve. Bad, bad and hurt. They were questionable coming into the year, and now they're all injured. No, all but, you know, lots. So. No, but the key players. Yeah. Uh, linebacker Vander-ish. especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Cleveland, Brad's first best Beth. bet. Bethany? Well, obviously my husband plagiarized my notes because <laughs> he is dying to win like me. Um, So I am going to go with the Browns as well as my first uh, best bet here, but for a very different reason. I love the Baker Mayfield commercials. You know, he has (laughs) clearly made the Browns his home. Yeah. Like, you know, the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The whole team. He's such a homebody. I'm a homebody. I'm vibing with it this week. So we're going to we're going to go with the Browns. Browns because of Baker Mayfield's commercials. Yes. I got to tell you, Brad, that explanation Far better than yours. And I think so, too. <laughs> Far better than yours. Uh, Mikey, number one. Same. Same? Same. Uh-oh. Wow. Wow. Guaranteed loser. This, this game cannot possibly win. <laughs> cannot possibly. Has no shot. The Brown, the, 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 the Cowboys, everybody's crying about it was a bad beat if you had the Cowboys. Sunday. Oh, I want to punch them Are in the face. Are you kidding me? The game Stop should it. have been over if he doesn't fumble the ball. You're, and the you know who the, did this? The game. No, it wasn't your buddy. It was somebody else. They were like, oh, no, it was he. I was like, are you kidding me? He, uh, uh, they shouldn't even have been in the game. DK Metcalf, Metcalf willingly, yeah, yeah, willingly, willingly lets go of the ball. He's like, oh, no, Gil, you weren't watching the same game. What? Ezekiel Elliott has become an energy-sucking source mm-hmm. on that team. You give him the ball, it's a zero play, and yeah. it kills their drives. That offensive line cannot run block. Mm-hmm. They're okay pass blockers, yeah. but they can't run block at all. So there's no point, and I don't think – I think he's a worse pass receiving back than I thought because he does, he he drops too many balls. He do, he does he doesn't make quick cuts. Um, I think the wrong team's favored here. I think the Browns are oh, the wow. better team. I wow. really do. And wow. I and I know there'll be what twenty six thousand people there, uh, yeah. you know, in in that that state of Texas that doesn't recognize COVID. But there ain't no virus. But, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I think that the Browns are better on both sides of the ball than the Cowboys. I think that mm-hmm. I don't know who's gonna win the mm-hmm. NFC East. There's not one decent team in the whole lot. Your Redskins are still viable. I I'm not kidding you. Your Redskins are still viable there. The Eagles picked up ground on the entire division with a tie last week. Now I understand why Peters if he ties the rest of the way out That's he might I win like, this thing. Yeah. Great week for the Eagles. Oh two and fourteen might get it done. But uh well, the, the, the bottom line here is I think the Browns win the game, and I'll take the four and a half. Okay. Todd, please don't say Brown. Look at Todd. He's not even ready. What are you doing? Todd, Todd, what are you doing back there? Um, I was turning on the light. Is that okay with you, Gil? That's no, okay, but when it's your turn, we'd rather you be in front of the camera ready to go. It's okay. What would you like to pick? What's your first best bet? Uh, I would like, as my first best best bet, the under – in the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Cleveland Bengals of 49, I believe. <laughs> you mean Cincinnati? Uh, What's Cleveland? Cincinnati, you mean? Cincinnati, what did I say? Cleveland, Cleveland Bengals. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Cincinnati Bengals oh, yeah. and the Jacksonville Jaguars go at it with a total of 49, and I would like to go under that 49. 
Uh, I've been watching a lot of this Bengals game. I know Joe Burrow is the second coming of Jesus and the Messiah wrapped in one as, <laughs> as soon as he gets his offensive line. I never heard Jesus or the Messiah needing an offensive line, but okay, I understand. Joe Burrow's going to be great. He's fantastic. He's the best. He's this. And maybe he is. I'm not saying he isn't. He has looked pretty good for a rookie. Cincinnati does not stun me on the offensive side of the football. I think they're a team that can, you know, they play the Chargers, they have a lot of field goals. They seem like a team that can get you 19, 23, 24. They're not a team that's going to just light up the scoreboard. And Jacksonville Jaguars with Minshew, he's also been pretty good. But again, I think a lot of these numbers are getting inflated to the point where it's getting ridiculous. Now, it's because so many games have gone over. I believe two-thirds of the games have gone over in the first three weeks. It's the most overs we've had in the first three weeks of an NFL season in many years. I saw on Twitter somebody had it listed there. And it's there's obviously been a ton of overs, no doubt. But now you notice the numbers are starting to get crazy inflated. All kind of 50s all over the board. And 49 for a Cincinnati Bengal Jacksonville Jaguar, it just sounds too high to me. I'm sorry. I've got to go under under 49. These are not teams that are incredibly offensive. Give me the under 49. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, under 49 and a half. Yes. How about that? I'll take right. 49 and a half. See? You see what I do? I try to make it hard. Uh, we should probably have uh, – we I probably buried the headline. Pittsburgh, Tennessee, for those who missed it, of course, postponed. Cause I'll now, take the under one, too. <laughs> now, now you have five uh, players on the Titans and five additional personnel tested positive, uh, positive for COVID-19. First, it was delayed from Sunday to perhaps Monday, then perhaps to Tuesday. Now it's delayed beyond this week and beyond next week at a minimum. So no Pittsburgh, Tennessee, which from a viewing standpoint, by the way, just let me say – we uh, hope everybody's safe and healthy from all that and all their family members. Uh, but besides that, from a football viewing standpoint, that was one of ten games early on Sunday. So, uh, you know, that's all right. We still got nine games to navigate through. It's not right. It's just not fair. You don't get to watch enough. It's, it's bad because you don't have enough afternoon games for businesses to sustain their crowds there because it's in so far from – you know, ten to three. So. What's, what's the reasoning though? They want they want ratings on two or three games. That's still a good business model for the NFL. I don't know. Yeah, you have to have to ask Brent. Brent knows about all the politics <laughs> that go behind. Who do I ask? Brent Musburger. Oh, he, Brent he's Musburger. Intimately uh, familiar with uh, I know that pro guy. sports and, and television. I know that guy. <laughs> it might have something to do with the fact that the NFL owners are greedy, wealthy men who just want to line their pockets and could care less about their fans. Thank you very much for this editorial. What about the baseball owners, Todd? Do you think have any thoughts about them as a group since those are, that's all your people? I uh, usually there's a small crime behind every large fortune, so I'm probably not a big fan of them. <laughs> By the way, uh, I will trade uh, I'll trade an 0 and 3 on my picks coming up if the Reds could just get one run. Come on, me. Gil. Just are you, one run. Are you run. kidding me? Are you holding a big futures ticket too? Uh, I am. I am as well. Thirty-nine to one. I have a thousand at Look, twenty to one to make the World Series. I have what? I, I bet a thousand at twenty to one when they were twenty-three and twenty-six wow. to win the pennant. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That was a disgrace what happened yesterday. I have a whole list of all their gaffes from Oh, my yesterday. God. The worst is Vado's base running. Va- Vado's base running. By the way, he got such a free pass because he was Vado on that. Brad, you're the baseball guy. You see that play? I did not. Uh, Vado was on. I got up from my couch. Vado was on second. There was runners at first and second. I got up on my couch and did the whole windmill wave Wave thing. him in. Wave him in. <laughs> and I'm like, we finally got a run, yes. And they go back, and Votto's hanging out at third he base. He barely got to third. I'm like, what, he, what, ha- what just happened? How did he not score? Because he leaned back to second. Talking about game one of the Reds-Brave series where the Reds just left 13 on base. First, first inning. third twice with uh, nobody out. Couldn't get a run in. First inning, sixth inning, seventh inning, 11th, 12th, and 13th. Just horrible. Uh, so, anyway, we're still 0-0 here <laughs> deep into this game as the well. The in-game total is 3.5, and, and we're just oh, in the fifth my inning. God. Anyway, my first best bet in the National Football League this weekend is the Miami Dolphins. Hit it, Todd. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Gil picked them and they'll probably go down. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think those are the original lyrics. That's the remix. Uh, I'm going Miami. You know I was in the tank for them before the season started. They finally got off the schneid last week. They will have extra rest here, will the Dolphins, as six-and-a-half-point dogs at home against Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. I love Russell Wilson. I think the world of him. He should be the MVP. However, uh, the Seattle Seahawks' pass defense is Mm -hmm. atrocious. They have given up through three games, small sample size, but still, through three games, 430.7 yards per game through the air. Their uh, opposing wideouts have destroyed them to a tune of, I believe, 400 more yards, wide receivers specifically, than any other team's defense. Second would be, a distant second would be the Atlanta Falcons. That's how bad the Seahawks' uh, pass defense has been. And in fact, uh, I think they've given up 26 more catches to wideouts than any other team through three weeks in the NFL. That's a lot of of catches beyond the next worst team. Going with the Dolphins here, and I know the Dolphins do not have a receiving cord like the 80s Houston Oilers or the 90s Washington Redskins that we already referred to earlier with Monk Clark and Sanders, but I think that's a lot of points to give Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. Give me the Dolphins plus six and a half, and I will hold my breath betting against Russell Wilson. That is my pick, numero uno. (laughs) Number two, Bradley. Number two. This one feels like a trap to me but I'm just not going to try and overthink it, take a page out of my wife's book. Mm. I'm going with the Bills. Oh, see? That's terrible. See? How can you say that? 
Just, I'm not going to overthink it. I'll take a page out of my wife's she book. Does, that's She's the sitting right that's there. That's the formula for success. She's talking you about got... intuition, Mikey. Mm -hmm. It's called intuition. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a lot of intelligence just takes you down the wrong road. Bethany has women's intuition, and sometimes that's good. Now, Mikey, you probably don't know about that because, well, I won't. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Why don't men have intuition? How, why is it it's sex specific, gender specific, intuition? Yeah, Todd. I'm all in favor of men being much more analytical than women, and women being more intuitive. So you know, you get one side, you get the other. I think it's because we give birth. I really do. I think we have that ability and that just parental maternal instinct. So, thanks, Todd. Appreciate it. <laughs> Back to pick two. Yeah. What, do you, what are you taking out of your <laughs> wife's uh, playbook here with this? Uh, I don't know if she picked it. I really don't. But I'm, I'm going – I liked it earlier in this week when I played it, but I still like it at Bills minus three. I like the Bills against the Raiders. I was down on Josh Allen uh, going into the year, but he's been phenomenal. He yes. has proved me wrong. Number four in the league in QBR, number two in DVOA. And I like Sean McDermott as a coach. I think he's a really good coach. I think we talk about sometimes betting coaches. I like Sean McDermott in this matchup. And while the Bills' defense – has been disappointing uh, in the standards of them kind of being coming from top five. That's kind of what they're known for is playing good defense. They have been a little dis disappointing, but I, I like them in this matchup against the Raiders because I don't think the Raiders are really that good. I think they're a phony two and one. When they played the Panthers, the Panthers hung around in there with them the whole game. You know, Teddy Two Gloves and the new coach, they, they scored on them. They moved up and down the field on the Raiders. The Panthers, everybody knew, almost got them. Saints. I don't think they're good. I think they're phony, too. That was a, a win, a, kind of like a hype win. And I think you were right in fading them with your survivor pick, Gil, taking the Patriots. I think the Patriots showed who they really are. Their defense is bad. When you watch it, people just gouge the Raiders' defense. And the other hidden aspect of this game that I really like is who the Raiders play next week. They play the Chiefs. John Gruden is obsessed with the Chiefs. He wants to be the Chiefs. He, when he gets frustrated with Derek Carr, Whenever he likes to call him out, it's because he's not extending the play, giving the play second life. He's not taking shots down the field. And speaking of taking shots down the field, no Henry Ruggs, no Brian Edwards for the Raiders either. I find it hard uh, uh, for the Raiders to score in this game, and I think John Gruden in a bad spot sandwiched between road Patriots, road Raiders. I don't like it. The Bills are a good team. They're playing well. I like the Bills to win. Ruggs' absence was one of the big reasons why I took the Patriots last week in that mm -hmm. game. And, and I know for a guy who hasn't done anything, quote-unquote, yet in the NFL, just his, his sheer presence spreads the field mm -hmm. and allows Derek Carr so many more options. Uh, and that's a great point about the fact they're playing the Chiefs next week also. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't often talk about that. But they, uh, John Gruden knows what's ahead for sure. Bethany? All right. So my second pick is the Chicago Bears. And it's kind of funny. We were just talking about women's intuition, and it was based on that. We were about to leave, and I kissed my son goodbye. I said, I'll miss you, Boogie Bear. And then we get in the car. Boogie Bear. Yeah, Boogie Bear. Uh -huh. <laughs> and we get in the car, and Brad's like, okay, instead of scrolling Pinterest for your dream kitchen, uh, why don't you look at the lines? And I said, okay. And so I pull them up, and the bears just struck me. I left my son, the mama bear instinct. So... Um, according to wife is always right, mm. the mama instinct is unparalleled and prophetic. So Bears it is. Chicago Bears against the spread. Chicago Bears, pick number two. For what are Bethany. we giving her? What are we giving her to go on the points? Uh, she she gets, uh, Bethany gets two and a half points. I like it. She gets two and a half points against the Indianapolis Baker Colts. Baker Mayfield commercial. Ooh, 
happening. Baker Mayfield commercial, Boogie Bear. Just yes. write those down so far. <laughs> we're going to get four and five from Bethany, too. Don't, don't feel uh -oh. like we're going to get shortchanged. Oh, no. Bethany. Oh, no. Mikey, number two? I'm going to take an under. All right. Okay. I'm going to take I. the Arizona Cardinals, Carolina Panthers, under Gil. Kyler Murray is human after all. Mm -hmm. He is human. What's your number that you have? What's your consensus? 51. Uh, 51 on the button. Okay. Um, look, I think the I, I think we weren't wrong in, in thinking that opening game against Carolina with the Raiders was going to be an under game. I, I, you know, and the game went way over, mm -hmm. and so then the value on the points sort of took off from there. And I really think Bridgewater is more of a control the ball down. The, he's not going to throw the ball deep down the field. They're going to use McCaffrey. They're going to try to run the ball, and they eat a lot of clock. That game in Tampa Bay really should have went under, too, if they don't break the run when they're trying to kill the clock. And then we saw the game clearly go under against the Chargers last week. Um, Arizona, too. Yeah. Kyler Murray. They take time off the clock. They run the ball. Three picks. I'm with Todd here about the adjustment. Now, I was going overs the first two weeks because I didn't think the numbers had caught up, but I think they've caught up too far now. And I, and I think we're over-adjusting to the overs because we're seeing 70% of the games go over. So I just think this is this goes back to my core, and, and I'm trying to find an under game this week, and this is the one that I looked at. Under, Arizona-Carolina for Mikey, pick number two. So you've already got your three picks out there now. I'm done. I think you're, I'm done now. You're done. I'm all, <laughs> you're am I done? Your day is done. Your excuse. I can Mike. sweat there's this no La Liga game. excuse. I got my ass wide open on the under in this La Liga game here. Oh, do you have it? Sevilla and Levante, under two and a half. Oh, yeah, no. let's get to halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero. Right. And we can find a nice middle. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> this just in the red still haven't scored. Oh, no. <laughs> um, Todd, number two. My number two is – well, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i give you my under, too, because of what Mikey just said. Mikey, I, I agree with you 100%. I think there's inflation now. Uh, the lines have gotten – you know, they will catch up. And um, you see all these crazy 50s all over the board. I'm going under in the Cleveland Browns-Dallas Cowboys game. Now, mm -hmm. I know Dallas's defense stinks. I know Cleveland Browns' defense is nothing great, nothing to write home about. But 56? 56? That's is that high. what you're telling me? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. 56? That should be reserved for greatest show on turf, Atlanta Falcons games, Jameis Winston games. Those kind of numbers are just getting ridiculous. The Cleveland Browns want to feed the ball to a guy named Chubby Chubb, and that takes time off the clock. They're not the greatest offensive team. I mean, they have moved the ball. Don't get me wrong. I had them over last week in a beautiful over against your Washington football team, Gil. They moved the ball, but 56? Some of these numbers are getting, like, ridiculous. Now, granted, look, even the Dallas-Seattle um, game, which was a ridiculous over game, it, it should have landed, you know, low 60s even. That was a ridiculous game. So all I need in this game is some runs, some missed field goals, a lot of running, and – you could stay under 56 here easily. Look, even in the in the uh, Sunday night or Monday night game, um, you know, I had the end game over 56 and a half in the Ravens uh, Chiefs game, and I didn't get there because Harrison Butker missed the field goal at the end of the first half. You get a missed field goal or two, it's going to be very hard to go uh, uh, over 56. So this isn't really about uh, you know a huge analysis. This is just these numbers are getting ridiculous. Give me under 56. Under 56, Cleveland and Dallas for Dodd. Uh, my number two is. You know why, Gil? Because you got to get the good number. You got to get. The, who does it? Who does that voice? Who is it? What's remember his name? the guy from the book? He used yeah. to come and be. 
Look, Tad, you got to know, it's all about getting the good number. You got to get the good number. <laughs> I love that guy. Tad. Tad with a D. Uh, all right. Uh, my number two. Tad. My number two is, and I promise you I didn't do this uh, uh, because of this, but Bradley and Bethany live in uh, Houston, Texas. Is that correct? That's correct. Houston, yes, Texas. Uh, I am, uh, I'm taking the Houston Texans, everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm laying the four and a half against the Minnesota Vikings. A battle of 0-3s. Minnesota, by the way, not practicing till Saturday. Uh, they were the last team to play the Tennessee Titans. But that they have, might help them, Gil. But they have no, maybe it will. They have no positives. So this game against Houston is going off as scheduled uh, early, early game on Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, I'm very curious why, you know, we always say NFL specifically, they got to get their reps in. They got to get their practice in. Minnesota's not getting that this week, and the line didn't move at all? Like, that's not a thing to talk about? That's interesting to me. Uh, And then the other thing is, Houston had this awful schedule to begin the season. This is the one game in that awful schedule that they absolutely have to win. Um, And I think this is a game that Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson figure out a way to win. Minnesota's defense is no better than it has been. Uh, You know, the situation there with their defense, they're not getting really any consistent pressure on the quarterback. They comported themselves very well last week against Tennessee. I get it. Uh, But I don't trust the Minnesota defense. The secondary is young. I think it's Houston's game. Houston minus four and a half. Chug it up. Pick number two. Like it, Gil? Oh, thank you. I'm, you're not self-defeatist Houston Texans fans. You're like, oh, don't do that. Oh, I am a self-defeatist, but you make it. This is the game yeah. they're going to win. This is the the game Vikings aren't good. They're going to get their win. Rather, are you a big fan of Bill O'Brien, your head coach? <laughs> who I believe not. is probably one of the greatest fourth-and-one coaches in the history of the National Football League. <laughs> when I say the greatest, I mean they should make a, a statue of him and put him in the Hall of Shame. In fact, if Todd was an NFL coach, he would hire Bill O'Brien just for fourth and one consultation. You just tap <laughs> exactly. his arm. Come in, O'Brien. Help me out here. All right, number three. Mikey, you, you already have your number three, which was? J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S, Jets. Wow. Uh, Bradley, you're number three. Okay, number three. I had to bend the rules for this one, right, Gil? It was allowed. but I, I, It is allowed. It, it is allowed. Okay. The reason it is allowed, because Mike historically did this as well, right? You did. twice, I think, last You've year. Done. I did first half bets. Okay, good, good. Okay, I want to make sure. I'm going first half. I, 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 if we could have done this earlier, I would have loved it. Ravens in the first half, it was minus six and a half at the beginning of the week. It's minus seven now, but I still like it minus seven. Ravens like it. minus seven in the first half. Lamar Jackson. Tip of the cap, Bradley. Tip of the cap. Thank you, Mr. Gill. He was 0-5 when trailing at halftime. And a little nugget from the the Warren Sharp stats book, teams that are winning at halftime win the game 78% of the time since 2010, and the Ravens know that. The Ravens were unbelievable in the first half against the spread last year where they averaged 17 points per game. So far this year they're averaging 18 points per game. I know, small sample size. But they were 2-0. In the first half against the spread before they ran into the buzzsaw Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not selling the Ravens a bit off that loss, and they're not pl- exactly going against the Kansas City Chiefs this week. They're going against Dwayne Haskins, uh, worst QBR in the NFL, worst quarterback according to Pro Football Focus, <laughs> DVOA. How dare you? And yeah, I know it's your team, buddy, yeah. but but the best part of the Redskins, what, what was the strength of the Redskins, Gil? Front seven on the front D. Front seven. And who's missing this uh, week? That'd be Chase Young. And, and Chase Young, exactly, and Matt Ioannidis, gone for the year. Yeah. 
Redskins actually pace the play pretty fast as well. So I'm on offense, so I'm not too concerned about not enough possessions to get to cover the seven. I like the Ravens for the full game to cover the 13 or 13 and a half, but the Ravens' first half mentality to jump on people and get on their throat right from the jump, that's why I like them the best in the first half. little backdoor prevention by taking the first half. You don't have to worry about that. And the Ravens uh, could not obviously have looked worse on a bigger stage than they did on Monday night. Uh, We talked about this on a numbers game earlier this week. Do you ever remember a team? There's obviously examples of this. Do you ever remember a team that was such a, to use Dr. Bob's term, a bully against inferior opponents, and then when they play somebody at their level, whether it's Kansas City this past Monday night or Tennessee in the playoffs, just absolutely have no shot at coming back in games. They have no come-from-behind ability. I think their play calling gets bad when they get behind. But but how about this, Gil? Kansas City scored, and they missed the extra point. They're up 6-3. The Ravens come out and they get a big run to midfield. Tripping Where was penalty. this tripping? What tripping? Did mm. you say, oh, we lose this Reds game. Yeah. Look at this. Oh, no. Uh, just it's over. one nothing. The game's over. They can't score. That's insurmountable. Insurmountable. They, sh- they left Castillo in too long. Anyhow. <laughs> Who are these people clapping? The tripping call changed the whole game mm-hmm. because now it they did. got behind the chains. They mm-hmm. had a pun. They got down two scores. Yeah. Yep. Where was this tripping? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where the tripping was. You, like you've talked about several times on your show, that could have completely changed the complexion of that game. And we as fans and as betters don't acknowledge that yeah. enough. Don't sell them yet. It ended up being a blowout, but you just mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. That it absolutely was the fulcrum play of the game. Um, Bethany, <laughs> number three. All right, Todd, this one you're going to absolutely love. Um, I am taking the Cincinnati Bengals because I am a Joe Burrow believer. I think he's the baby goat. I really do. Um, so, And also, he has this, like, California vibe to him with his blonde hair and just, like, his swagger. I'm originally from California. So. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Yes, With sir. that accent? Uh, <laughs> Tell yeah. us she's got, she took over so, that Texas accent. Yes. Was, when did you move to Texas? When I was just turned 18. So She's wow. fully adopted. Yeah, it. it's fully adopted. I, uh, I teach or I taught at Neville High School for four years, and it's very rural, a lot of thick accents. And... Um, yeah, so I picked up on it real quick. <laughs> Sucked her in. She's ours. Yeah, Meadville, Meadville High School was actually 24-7 and seven against the spread. Uh, for <laughs> hey, their volleyball team is number one in the state of Texas right now, baby. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati Bengals. So. What's it, and the reason is because he's the baby goat. Because he is the baby goat. She okay. likes Joe Burrow. I like him. I don't know. Baker Mayfield commercials. Yes. Boogie Bear. Yes. Baby goat. Yes. Baby goat. Do you Jeffrey. Sorry. What, what is, are you yelling? Is he screaming Todd? at his mom? What is he doing? I've got a special guest for you here on the Megapod. Oh, no. Is this? He is the big man himself. That's right. That's who I think it is. Parl? Jeffrey Parle. Wow. <laughs> are you kidding me? Jeff Parle's in the house in Pittsburgh. Wow. Hello, How do we know that's Parle's? There's a guy with a I mask know. and a cap. We don't know that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that's Parle's. Oh. Jeff Parle's. Jeff Parle's, we got to get you on the podcast. Got to get you on the Megapod later. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's you, you right there. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. Todd, Todd's camera's about the size of a peanut, so. <laughs> <laughs> Parlay, are you there to play tennis? Is that why you, you went to Pittsburgh? Yes, I am uh, here to play Todd in tennis, weather permitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> How far is the drive to play that road match? Yeah, no, well, uh, I, I spent the night in uh, Western Maryland last night. Oh, so, uh, good night's Western sleep. Re- re- ready to take on Toddy tomorrow. He's, on a, dr- he's on a drive. He's on a drive to see his girlfriend. So, he decided to stop stop through and take a beating in tennis like old times. Yes. Par- Parlay, what do you do Thursdays at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern? Are you available? I'm available whenever you'd like. Yeah. All right. Parlay, future, future Megapod. He has his coming. own podcast now. Have you yes, seen what's that? What's the name of the podcast, Parlay? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Parlay cast. So uh, at some point, Gil, you might have to pick up some royalties. Hey, yeah, that's uh, yes. I did not get approval on that name. <laughs> Parlay cast. Very nice. How many times a week do you put it out? Uh, two, two as of right now, but uh, looking looking to be three in the next week. Oh, Jesus. Okay, two's enough, Jeff. Let's, let's not go crazy. <laughs> I know, crazy. I know. But, but, but the, the, the people, uh, Todd's going to come on. you got to come on at some point. Mike's got to come on. It's going to be a good old time. <laughs> best this part is of- a nice little reunion up in uh, Todd's uh, fortress here in Pittsburgh. Todd, the best part of this is that Parlay's doing this thing with his arm. Uh, I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So bad it! So bad it! Jeff Parlay making a guest appearance. That's a nice surprise. Good to see you guys matching outfits, too. That was very cute. <laughs> very cute. Very nice blues on both of you. Parlay, I'll, uh, I'll be in contact. We'll schedule something here. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. Jeff Parlay and Todd Wishnev. What's the uh, line on the tennis match, Todd? Uh, it's, well, in a game to six, a regular tennis set to six, I'll be giving seven and a half. <laughs> Seriously, what is the line? Are you guys playing with a spreader? It'll probably be five. Okay. Five? I mean, I don't know how he's going to get a game, honestly. Oh, no, okay. you, I'll get a game, Gil. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's not taking that sitting down. All right, where are we? I lost track. What are we on? Bethany has just given her a yeah. third. Oh, Todd, you're third. My third pick is I'm going against Brad Poor ass, I'm going to dunk on you. That's terrible. That's our big line. How, how elementary Brad, is that? I actually love him. By the way, we're just joking with Juvenile, Brad Poor ass. He's, all, he's, he's outstanding guy. We all love Brad Poor ass. We're not really thrilled with some of his friends in the baseball world, but you know, <laughs> we do story. love Brad Poor ass. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and, of course, we like his wife as well. Oh, I am you. going with my third pick directly against Brad Poor ass, oh. and I'm taking the La- Las Vegas Raiders, baby. Wow. The Raiders. Wow. And awful. here's why I'm taking the Raiders. The Raiders 
were in that game against the Patriots. Now, they got Belichick in the second half, don't get me wrong. Yes, they did. And they are undisciplined, and I don't really love them that much. But I think Gruden is moving things in the right direction. They've played some of the – look, that game against the Saints was very impressive to me. I thought they played very well that night, deserved to win the football game. Now you're asking a Buffalo team, to me, is a mediocre football team. They're not that great. They almost blew a 28-3 lead last week. You're asking them to fly across the country to a COVID-infected city with a brand-new stadium and ask them to somehow – Get the three point win the three point uh, spread. I don't think they can do it. This game has a 24 23 feel to me. I don't think the, the Bills can cover the line. Give me my old Las Vegas Raiders plus three. Las Vegas Raiders plus three. Did I hit the end? Like you want yeah. Oppo. How yeah. Yeah, very rude, Todd, to go I was Oppo expecting a guess. What's Todd that mean about there? friends in the baseball world? Uh, I'm sorry, we can't elaborate on that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Do you not Let's know, really? Way, no, I don't know. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, off, off, off air. Off air. Off air. Okay, off air. I'm not going to say who it is. Brad Porras has a friend in Major League Baseball who, whenever I bet on him, hits into double plays. Whenever I bet against him, he hits three run homers. Every <laughs> single time, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I can't wait for him to hear it. Are you it. Write I can't it down? wait for him to hear it. Oh, oh, I'm going to write it down for Mikey because Mikey can't wait way, till the end of the show. By the way, just tell Brad that I'm just kidding around, but he really does kill me every time I bet against him. <laughs> that's your guy. That's, yeah, it's that's Brad. your that's guy. Brad's best, that's Brad's best buddy. Yeah. Cost us a lot of unders, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, pick number three. By the way, pick number three was not easy to come up with. This is the problem with contests. you got to have five. Five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very um, and so pick number three to me was a toss-up between Arizona and Cincinnati. Since Bethany went with Cincinnati, I'm taking Cincinnati because <laughs> Bethany's 13-2. and two. Let's go. Uh, it was a toss-up between those two. Uh, I like the Bengals. I like Joe Burrow. I think this is – by the way, he was told by uh, his coaches, hey, he's got to be smarter with the football because uh, he shouldn't take as many hits. If I'm Burrow, I'm like, how about getting me some offensive linemen, for God's sakes? Uh, he is damn good. Uh, I, I like him. I have absolute trust in him after two or three football games in the National Football League. It's amazing how quickly. And that's why we talk about these guys uh, like Trubisky. Oh, well, he doesn't have you know great players around him. Dude, I can tell Joe Burrow's great from day one, period. Uh, and I don't think Jackson, I think, look, again, can we let two or three weeks change our opinion of how we felt about a team like Jacksonville? It was mere weeks ago when we thought this team was total tanking, for Trevor, uh, I don't – I mean, they did have the week one win. I get it. They have come to earth. That game against Miami – and Jacksonville will be on extra rest here. I get it. But that game against Miami showed just how bad of a football team they are. Gardner Minshew was visibly frustrated on that football field uh, with not being able to do anything on offense. Cincinnati's only given a field goal here at home. I think this is Joe Burrow's first win as a professional quarterback. I will take Cincinnati. Thank you, Bethany. Pick number three. You're welcome. You, Thank do you, you remember, much. Gil, were you a fan of Cheers? I My mother didn't let me stay up and watch They're it. too young probably to yeah. remember she Cheers. Did. Great show. Great show. Mike. There was an episode in season two, Todd, where Diane was winning the football contest every week. Do you remember it? 
and the remember that one. and she and it was frustrating Sam. Yeah. She would pick because of which mascot would win in a real fight. Yeah. Like she would say, of course a bear would beat a colt. Oh, of mas- course. And, yeah. And she was winning every week to pool. <laughs> mascot <laughs> handicapping is the I best. don't know if it's apropos of anything, but I just thought I'd bring that how, up. How, I find that you're you're diminishing Bethany's methodology. Oh no, I I didn't have nothing to do with okay. Bethany. It was just an, a side <laughs> remark. I'm kidding. By the way, Mike, what what's your wife's record in uh, the uh, contest? She doesn't play. She doesn't. Oh. She's a Seahawks fan. That's it. She just follows the Seahawks because she worked for a year at the University of Washington Hospital. So she's a diehard Seahawks fan. Uh, Bethany, you've given three picks. Generous enough. Again, Bethany, thirteen and two on the year. Not in a contest, <laughs> but thirteen and freaking two. <laughs> Uh, and you have given your picks already. They were, to recap, they were, help me out with the first one. She had Browns, Browns plus Browns. four and a half. Browns. Bears plus two and a half. She liked Browns because of Baker Mayfield. Bears plus two and a half she liked because of Buggy Boo. And she <laughs> Buggy liked Boo. Cincinnati That's minus a- three. Because she thinks that uh, that guy from LSU is good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Boogie baby Bear. Goat. Baby Goat. Boogie Bo- Bear and Baby Bugaboo. Goat. Do you, you want to give your fourth and fifth? Or would you like to hold that um, I, for the pre-snap picks podcast? Use them in your teaser. Um, you do whatever you want. Hey, go ahead and give them. I'll give them. Because we'll probably, uh, we'll probably just go throw a little parlay together and win some money on all five of them. You know? All right. Got a five-team round robin. Got okay. a five-team. The fours, threes. I don't want to. If, if it's before it's time, I don't want to no, make no, no, you come no, no, up no, no, with no. things. But She's if you good. already have them. Well, oh, if no, you have I'm them. Good. You got them? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Go all right. Number four. Oh, number four. Um, the lovely and the best competitor I've ever watched in any kind of sports, I know where Tom going. Brady oh my goodness. of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It seemed like there was a little more going on there right I there, Brad. I love that? Tom. Who is that, Bethany? Tom Brady? Who's that? Oh, I, oh, oh yeah, I heard him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is the GOAT and uh, very attractive. So, yep. So Tom Brady. She's laying the points with the Tampa. What do you call him? The Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Buccaneers? <laughs> uh, okay. So not only the baby goat, but the actual goat. Yes. Uh, Tampa Bay laying seven against the Chargé. And number five? And number five is an equally attractive uh, coach here in this situation, the the Rams with uh, Sean McVay. Do you like that thing with the hair that he does, though? Do you like I really that? do. It works for him. It uh, really does. Interesting. Do you, so, like, do you watch Hard Knocks when he was like all... Oh, all jacked? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that, not the word I was going to use, but yeah. She I'm not that. sure, Bradley. I'm not comfortable with the, your I wife know. talking about how great looking all these guys are. Not very good. Bethany, I was on your side. <laughs> now I'm out. I'm out. What's, what's, what's puzzling, Todd, is that she's so into the looks, and yet she's married to Brad. Oh, you know? oh, oh, oh wow. No, he is the sexiest <laughs> man alive. Mike That's Bonk why I picked him. Never one to miss his <laughs> All right, so number five for Bethany is the Rams. You're, you're laying all 13 against the Giants. That doesn't deter you. Not at all. All right. I don't even By the way, think, I don't think if Bethany goes 5-0 and oh here, seriously. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. At this point, I wouldn't. All she has to do is go 3-2, and two, and then she takes over your circuit. For, yeah, 3-2 for she can have in the next quarter. Okay, we're holding you to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Teaser of the week, two-team. By the way, we're doing okay on teasers this year, everybody. Two-team, six-point teaser uh, of the week. Brad, do you have one? Yeah, for sure, I do. Uh, you don't delve in this, do you, Bethany? Your specialty is just five picks and out. 
Five picks an out usually, but I would love to do a teaser because okay. I just love the word. I think it's so fun. Uh, yeah. so. When, when we when we okay. started the, the pre-snap picks podcast, she uh, she <laughs> goes, do I get to do a teaser? I'm like, do you really want or know? She's like, I don't really know. I just I want to do a teaser. You talk about teasers. I want to do a teaser. She likes the word. Teaser. I like the word. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. What's yours? I'm going to go, as I already mentioned, Browns from four and a half. I'm yep. going to take them up to ten and a half. Mm-hmm. And then there's another game I like, just regular against the spread, where I'm getting a lot of points. I'm going to go with the Lions up from four and a half to ten and a half against the Saints. Yeah. The Lions, they look good. I, I like the Cardinals. I like what I've seen out of the Cardinals and Kyler Murray. They went in. The defense played well against Kyler, made him look human, as we said before. And we already know. The news is out. The news is out. Drew Brees can't pass the ball down the field. Can't pass. Drew Brees can't pass the ball down the field. I would hope that Matt Patricia, he he frustrates me mightily, but I would hope he can put together a game plan to shrink the field on Drew Brees. Brees can't get the ball down the field. Ten and a half points is too much. I said this on Guessing Lines the other day. I'm so tired of the Taysom Hill stuff. Yeah. Why have we anointed this guy the Swiss Army knife for everything? Oh, he's that. He's just the best. Let's throw $20 million at him. Why? Yeah. Why have we decided that about him? But, like, oh, don't get me started. Yeah. I don't want to say it again. <laughs> uh, Bethany, you, you like the teaser. You like the word. Do you know what a teaser? You know the six points and the two teams. You know all that stuff, right? Um, he kind of explained it to okay. me a little bit. All right. But, um. I just want to do it based off of what I like to call the sexy teaser. Oh, my. Yes. Okay, this is taking a turn. This is yeah. taking a turn. You're going to make this explicit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to put Tampa Bay and the Rams together in my sexy teaser those for the actually, attractive men. Those are actually pretty good teasers. Tampa <laughs> Bay down to basically winning. Tampa Bay minus one against the Chargers. And then the Rams down from 13 to seven for young Bethany. <laughs> Rams, Tampa Bay, two-team, six-point teaser. Mikey? I'll take the, the Buccaneers as well, mm-hmm. down to one, and I'll take another team down to one, the Packers, on Monday night against the Falcons. All right. It's a win, basically, yep. for both the uh, Bucks and the Packers. Toddy? Dodd? Number. Make sure you get the good numbers. Because I like to get the good number, even though I'm not really getting a good number here. <laughs> I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders up to nine. <laughs> Uh, God, I just you don't love see the Raiders. The, uh, you, are you the, betting the, them on the money line? You love this game, God, Todd. Why do you love them so much? Uh, I just don't think the Bills are that good. I really don't. I, I mean, what are the Bills? You know, who anointed them? And now you're going to ask them to go all the way across country to win on the road like this? Las Vegas looked good against the Saints. Do you forget that? I mean, they got Belichick last week. Uh, give me Las Vegas plus the nine. <clears throat> and then give me... The Russell Hustle and Bustle Seattle Seahawks down to Pickham. I know they're going against the great Fitz Magic, but I think Seattle can get out of there with just the W. So give me Las Vegas and Seattle, please. And I'm taking Tampa Bay, teasing them down to one. Uh, and I am going to actually go the other way. I know this is not a Stanford Wong teaser leg, but I'm going to take the Dolphins and tease them through the seven and the ten to twelve and a half. Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. Dolphins? Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Bradley, what was your first leg? What? Uh, the Browns. Browns and Lions. Browns and Lions. Okay. Hey, I want. can you make this, Mr. Mikey Palm, over under on uh, weeks that Drew Brees gets benched? What week do you think he gets benched? I think, well, he's, I don't I think know. he's getting benched. Boy, that's a tough one because, For the, great because the, si- the city, James. but the city, the city owes him a lot. And it's his last year. I Boy, I would – it's hard. I'd probably put it at – put it at 16 and a half because I don't think it's happening. Week 16 and a half. You know what I mean? Happening. Yeah. He yeah, throws it at, at least as hard as Chad Pennington used to. Think, think about it. I mean, I was talking about that the other night at the baseball game. Like, 
I thought that, that Shane Bieber would come out of the game. But then you think to yourself, how difficult must that conversation, could that conversation have been for Sandy Alomar, an interim manager, to go up to Shane Bieber and say, hey, thanks for your Cy Young 60-game season. Uh, you're terrible tonight. I'm going to have to take you out. It's an impossible conversation to have. Well, he didn't have it. It was his worst outing it. of the year. He should have done it, but it's, it's a hard conversation to have. And yours is exponentially worse, right? Mm-hmm. Sean yeah. Payton to go up to, to Drew, Brees and say, Drew Brees and say, yeah, I know, the community, Super Bowl. The, pro- the conversation probably should have happened in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and this was the time to retire. You and know? Isn't this Drew Brees' last season? I think it was going to he's be. He's going right. to NBC it next would, year? It would have, yes. It would have been last year if and they'd have made it got to the Super Bowl. Bad. I mean, you guys making him sound like he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. He's not that bad. He just can't throw the ball yeah. beyond 15 yards, Todd. <laughs> Other than that, he, he yeah. can't. I mean. Big, so you just dink it to Kamara, and he makes eight guys miss, and it's a touchdown. I mean, Matthew Stafford really can't throw it beyond 15 yards either. But, uh, you know. <laughs> Nobody talks about him. By the way, did I tell you the story when I went to the uh, when the Hall of Fame inducted Art Monk and Dar- and Daryl Green in uh, 2008. And so this was I knew this was the last my last boyhood heroes to go. I'd never been to Canton before I went. And we found this high school field the the the, uh, the high school there in Canton for at Massillon, I believe it was. It's like the, one of the biggest high schools. Paul Brown coached there and everything. And we found like a bag of footballs on their beautiful stadium football field. And I dropped back to pass. My high school buddies were there. We all met to see the, the skins uh, be inducted. And I dropped back to pass. And I threw the ball as far as I could. And it was like this perfect spiral. And I thought I threw that ball 50 yards. And my buddy Spiro came back. He caught the ball. He comes back. I was like, Spiro, how much did I throw that? 45, 50? What was that? He goes, ah, Gil. 29 yards. I thought like you were going <laughs> to. Todd, I thought he was going to say he ruptured his Achilles. <laughs> 29 yards. I was like, okay, maybe I should lay off Drew Brees. And if, Mike, if he would have ruptured his Achilles, I would have been like, well, give me those. Give me the ball back. back. Give me the ball back. <laughs> give me the balls back. Gil, can I get those tennis balls back? <laughs> yeah, bastard. All right. Uh, did you give your teaser, Todd? Yeah, I already forgot. You gave your teaser because it's Raiders everything for you today. Yeah, I'm still alive in Survivor. Are you still alive in Survivor? Yes, I'm sorry. How many times have we gone over this? Yes, I had two entries. One of them crapped out the first week. I've had Tennessee and Cleveland and last week New England. So I am okay, through. So I've, used, I've used Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and Cleveland, and I won all three. And now, and folks know I'm going to continue to win every single one. What? Well, I'm sorry. Why are your three better than my three? I don't understand. Three. They're not better. I'm just. Right. I'm just. I thought I was going to give my survivor, then you give your survivor. Well, oh, oh, the others don't get to pick their survivors. Okay. No, they're out. Okay. Once you're out. You're out. It's called Survivor. You survivor. Go, you go okay. ahead. You're, what's yours this week? I have to survive. My pick for survivor, who I have not used. Is the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Miami Dolphins? I think Russell can get it done and put me in the winner's circle. Remember, folks, Hashem will make me go 16 and 0 this year because I am not in a survivor contest (laughs) to ultimately screw me and keep me from winning money. And you too can be a big winner if you just follow me. Uh, By the way, your pick was not well received here at the D the beautiful D Hotel here in Las Vegas by any of us sitting at the table. It was met with uh, groans. Not that's a dicey well, selection. Expect, we'll see how many people use it in the real Survivor this week. Yeah. I don't think that many will be using this. I don't think so. Which which is a great strategy yeah. if you get through. Yeah. Uh, I uh, because I have actual Look, Survivor Simpleton, strategy. Gilly, Gilly, I don't listen to simpletons, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to us as simpletons? Uh, no, I am actually. I, I'm going to take, and, and I'm not thrilled about this pick. But if I actually do the grid and my survivor strategy and looking forward to future weeks, which I don't think Todd is really doing, let's be honest. Uh, oh, yeah. Of course not. I'm going to take the 
I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Survivor and hope that Anthony Lynn plays his role properly for me to advance. So I'm going to take. Here the- we go, Chargers. Here <laughs> we go. Boom, boom. So I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is my Week Four Survivor pick. Uh, because I don't really see an opportunity to use him anytime else except for maybe late, late, late in the season, and hopefully Survivor will be over by then, and I'll be your winner. <laughs> so Tampa Bay. Do you know Bay. whether the Chargers are going to have any guys get stabbed in the heart with a needle? <laughs> I, do not, I do not have that information in advance. I do not. Okay. Uh, last two questions, final two questions of each and every Megapod through the years are always the same. The first, which of the big favorites, in your opinion, is the most likely to lose outright? Uh, there's not a lot of big spreads here. So the only two that qualify by our normal numbers, well, I guess uh, Seattle qualifies too. So uh, Baltimore, 13-point favorites down the uh, down 95 inside the Beltway to Washington. Actually, the stadium is, uh, yeah, it's inside the Beltway. Uh, Baltimore, 13-point favorites at Washington. Then there is the uh, Seattle Seahawks, 6.5-point favorites at Miami. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The Rams, 13-point favorites hosting the Giants. Pardon the me. The Niners. Tampa Bay, 7-point favorites over the Chargers. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, I, I shortchanged it. I'm sorry. There are some. Kansas City Chiefs, 7-point favorites hosting the uh, New England Patriots. And the San Francisco 49ers hosting Philadelphia by 7. Green Bay, 7.5 Monday night against Atlanta. I was thinking of last week's schedule. So there's plenty of these. Uh, which, Bradley in your opinion, is the most likely to lose outright. And I have a prediction. I think everybody's going to pick the same team. The Seahawks. No. <laughs> I'm wrong. You were gonna, or did you want me to say the, uh, the I don't, Chiefs? Niners. No, no. Niners. So Seahawks is a Seahawks. guy. I forgot. The Seahawks. Seahawks is a good pick. Seahawks, Seahawks most likely to lose outright. Yeah. Seahawks are most likely to lose. We used to mention when Fitz gets on a roll. Fitz gets on a roll. I, I'd love to see Byron Jones come back, but I still think the, the strength of the Dolphins team with Xavier Howard and Noah Igbenogany is can mitigate somewhat Russell Wilson if that is even a thing. And that, that Seahawks defense has been bad. They really haven't been very good. I think the the Dolphins match up well. I think Fitzpatrick will have time to pass. I think he can move the ball down the field. I think the uh, Dolphins can score. And this is also a, another spot where Seattle's going from Washington yeah. to Miami, yeah. and Miami has extra rest. And, and, and the other motivating factor, I like Brian Flores a lot. I do. I like Brian Flores. I think he's a good coach. They're one and two. If they can get to two and two in this spot over Seattle, a marquee win, I think this is a spot where he knows he can kind of turn the season around. So I really, really, really like Miami to win this game. I have them over season win total, six and a half. I actually have a ticket on them winning the AFC East at 11 to one because I like the number. Bethany, did you want to pick one of those? So is this like the person who's going to lose? Yeah, so of all, those are the biggest favorites on the board. Okay. But if one of them is going to lose outright, what team is the most likely to be that team of the big favorites? You may have to say them again. I'm going to say uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, Green I think Bay. Green Bay. She didn't feel the Green Bay vibe. Not, no. a, not a fan of Aaron Rodgers, I'm getting. No, uh, she hates his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're big. <laughs> She's not I into actually that. was very neutral on Aaron Rodgers until last week when Mike Tirico in the middle of the uh, uh, game last night, Listen I mean last this. week, said that Aaron Rodgers was reading the book The Holographic Universe, which is a wild book and very, very entertaining for quantum physics lovers and who people who wonder about the nature of reality. And it really made me love Aaron Rodgers, who I was totally neutral on. And uh, it means he's a big thinker and uh, whatever. I don't care what you guys think about him. <laughs> Todd, one of my t- first long conversations with Todd was about quantum physics. 
and Todd and I got in a spirited debate about the subject. So no surprise to me that that would impress you. For lovers of quantum physics, there's a set, there's a phrase. <laughs> uh, and the nature of reality. And the nature of reality. And Pardon me. Mikey? Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. Todd? I think the most likely to lose is the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, that's who I You picked. know what? Yep. I don't know about this team. I believe that they don't really have the same uh, porn star loving quarterback that they used to. And uh, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, the Eagles might come up and bite them. Bethany, you got to love Jimmy G, right? Um, mm, not really. Wow. That's an upset right there. I'm with, I'm with you, Dodd. San Francisco, too many injuries. Philadelphia is just they, – they, you couldn't – you couldn't have a worse opinion of the Eagles right now uh, from what you've seen the first three weeks, 0-2-1. Uh, a team is never as bad as they look from one week to the next. I think that if, the injury angle is why I would choose the Niners here. Uh, Seattle would be my uh, second choice on that, but San Francisco is who I'll go with. And then the final question. If we lived in a bizarro world and we had to play a side on each and every one of these now 15 games on the NFL slate because, of course, Pittsburgh and Tennessee is postponed, uh, but you got one free pass. Bradley, you've already given yours. Mm -hmm. Thursday night, Denver and the Thursday Jets? Thursday night, Denver and the Jets. What game would it be for you, Bethany? Is there a game that you have no feeling on? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure you're going to be liking liking this one, but I'm going to stay away from Houston. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I just want to stay away as from Bill O'Brien as much as I can. He never smiles. You know? Yes. He never smiles. And I don't really like his play calls a whole lot. The ball, I mean, you have Deshaun Watson. Like, what are you doing? Smile, you know? So. As fine a reasoning as I could come up with right? myself. Right. No? Well, he's always pensive. He's pensive because it's fourth down and three quarters of a yard, and he doesn't have anything in his playbook. So he has, he has pensiveness he's on his face. He can't smile. much on his mind. Hence why they normally call timeout in that spot. <laughs> <laughs> Mike? I don't like this about Bears and Colts. I, I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm very confused on that game. There's a lot for me. Yeah, there's a lot there. I'm not yeah. sure I really understand either team. They might both be overrated. I don't know how good his foal's going to be uh, through the course of a season. I mean, he had a nice quarter and a half against Atlanta, who's now become, uh, you know, a Hall of Fame tankers and in in blowing these leads. I mean, it's just Hall in of fame. incredible. So that's the game I just won't take any part of. Daddy? I, th I think there's tons of games that shouldn't be Me touched too. this week. Me there's too. just a ridiculous <laughs> amount of games. So that are many just, choices. Who the hell knows? Uh, Arizona and Carolina, I, I don't know. I mean, I love Kyler Murray, but, you know, last week they just showed me they're not elite yet. Carolina, I don't know. What, what's going on over there? Teddy Bridgewater, he's managing the game. He's not managing the game. I don't want any part of it. As witnessed by the fact that I could barely get to a third pick in the NFL this year, I agree. this week I agree with that completely. I hear, hear Denver and – I mean, I'll just go through, through candidates. Denver and the Jets – New Orleans at Detroit scares me. Indianapolis, Chicago, to your point, Mikey. Uh, Arizona, Carolina, kind of. Jacksonville, Cincinnati, even though that was my third pick. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't love it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, on down the line. We talked about Philadelphia, San Francisco as well. I'm going to end up with Denver and the Jets, though. I'm with Brad. Thursday night. I mean, I know, Mikey, I know you have conviction. But, like, would it shock you if Denver won this game? Wouldn't no, shock me. no. no. Mm -mm. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked at any outcome. This is such an in-game thing. So Denver and the Jets would be my pick. Uh, thank you to all once again. Todd Wishnet from his lair in Pittsburgh. Thank you, Todd. Uh, no problem, folks. And, uh, you know, if you're not betting in-game, wake up. You you might really like it. Yeah, as a public service announcer for in-game betting, Todd Wishnet. 
uh, Mike Palm, Derek Stevens Conciliary here at the uh, at the whole Circus Sports operation. When is Circa open again? Uh, the evening of October 27th, the Tuesday is the black tie affair, and then at midnight, so technically on the 28th, it, let, the gaming starts. Let me just take a moment to praise you and Derek for the wonderful leather-bound, was it leather? Yes. Leather-bound invitation that you sent out to everyone lucky enough to be invited to this. That, in and of itself, was, Im was impressive beyond belief. I don't even know how the actual party itself could, or the opening itself could uh, top that. I could, I could stare at that invitation for days and study it. He's hired a world-class MC for the Black Tie Affair when we go up on the pool deck at 10 o'clock and we have the whole oh, ceremony. Oh, yeah, tell people who it is. George Shea. Of the Nathan, Nathan hot dogs eating contest. <laughs> That's phenomenal. George Shea is going to be. See, uh, most people don't know him by name, but yes, yeah, they know guy, who that is. That, that guy. guy. The invitation. I'm going to tell you how powerful the invitation was. My wife really didn't want to come, but after she got that invitation, now she's excited. Why didn't she want to come? Well, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> there's a lot, and I'll be paying zero attention to her that night because uh, you know what I mean. That's so, part of it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so so. By the way, kudos to you, Derek. By the way, the commercial that Derek has now that's everywhere on ESPN. Oh, that didn't cost anything. No, that was that was probably cheap. <laughs> yeah, we saw it. We saw yeah. it. We saw I, we were watching the we were watching the game and then it popped up. I was like, Bethany, look. The circa. That's the circa. What is, what's it on, on ESPN right now? Was, uh, yeah. By the way, wait. Brad, Brad, yeah. before we go, uh, you should tell your friend that he should ask me to bet against him every game of the Major League Baseball season. He will break the record for home runs of Barry Bonds. He will also have the triple crown and be the greatest hitter in the history of Major League Baseball. Why don't you just do it for him? Why don't you be a good person and uh, just do it for him? He doesn't know, why does he have to ask you? Well, because I need some monetary. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and thank you to our guests who flew in again. They needed a getaway from from the kids, I'm sure, for at least 24 yes. hours. Yes. Uh, but nice of them to come and do this in person. Uh, Bradley Porras and his wife Bethany. Bethany, you also took Brad's last name. Did you concede on his last name? <laughs> I did, even okay. though my maiden name was way cooler. But it's okay. What was your maiden name? Do you want to share? Uh, sure. It is Slick. Oh, my God. Well, that is a step down. I, Bethany Slick Bethany oh, wow. Slick was, was – oh, I would yeah. have totally kept I it. I told him, I said, it's a great baseball name. Bethany uh, great Slick. Athlete, right? Right? So, but oh, – That name's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that is, in it. In fact, if I was Brad right now, I would check my bank account because that sounds like a con man's name. <laughs> Bethany Slick. That's the greatest. Uh, thank you to both of you. The name of the podcast is the Pre-Snap Picks Podcast, available where all podcasts are distributed. Yes, sir. And hey, your co-host name is? Russell Bond. All right. You wanted to say something? I, I was going to say, you know, we're from Texas, and if you, you know, well, First off, if I, you see these players, you know, they get invited to the White House sometimes and they don't come. And I always thought, I always told myself, you know, if I ever got invited to the White House, I don't care who the president is, I'm going. And you know the second best thing? An invitation to the Megapod? You're a good man. I'm going. And, you know, from Texas. And you didn't care who the host was. I didn't care who the host was. <laughs> That's right. You I just threw the Megapod. As long as Mikey Palm showed up, I was going <laughs> to be here. That's right. But you, you, all, you bring a gift, Gil. So I got this, this something, little something you always talk about on your show. Uh-oh. Who do you, you think is going to win the MVP? In baseball? No. Football. Oh, NFL. Russell, football. Wilson. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. There you go, Gil. That's yours. Southern hospitality Russell for you. Wow. For you, Gil. For you. You didn't really get me a very good number. Wow. I know. It's not the best number, yeah, but I just got, got here. <laughs> I just back. got here. Give it How back. Much is the ticket, Mike? Even money. It's even money. It's not, the amount is not relevant. 
the no. prices. He got even money on it, Todd. <laughs> and why would you not want a, t- a ten thousand dollar ticket, Bill? A free ten thousand dollar bet on total, Russell Wilson. Total gambler's response. Well, that's pretty terrible number. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's very that's very kind of you. Yeah. This is going to cash. This is. Should Brad, I give Should I give you back your steak when this is done? No. You it's don't yours. re-gift sure. and you don't get a bad number. This Those are the very two things. Kind don't of re-gift. You. Thank don't you. get a bad number. Thank you to you and thank you to Bethany Slick. Appreciate it very much. Uh, again, pre-snap uh, picks podcast from Bradley and Bethany, who is 13-2, looking to build on that. Thank you to you both. Thank you to everybody listening. We're live at the D each and every Thursday until Circa opens, and then that's going to be nuts. Live at Circa. Can't wait. Thank you for listening. Good luck with all your picks in week four of the NFL. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.